Welcome to today's episode of I Get It. Thank you so much for being here. Today, we are diving into our identities, times that I have lost mine, what it has done to me, and I'm feeling a new crisis coming on, headed my way as of yesterday. So I'm going to share with you what is causing that in me right now and what I do to overcome it and find who I am again. So thank you so much for being here and stay tuned. Welcome to I Get It, a podcast for the modern woman who doesn't want to live mediocre. We're balancing babies on our hips, typing out that important email and flipping pancakes at the same time. Not to mention keeping things steamy with our husbands right before we put our face mask on for the night. It's not easy, and you are not alone. I'm your host, Tara Wages, and I get it. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your host, Tara Wages, and this is the man that at the end of the day, I would rather be fighting with than not be without. West wages. <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting today, so that's the reason, you know. We're having a knockdown drag out right now that started this morning. Dude, we're mad at each other. Like we're we've reached the point where we are officially angry with each other. Truth? Yeah, you have those little lines. You're like, okay, now I'm officially angry with you. <laughs> I, and I, I don't do that. I just like, you know, but because you you came out you came swinging out the bat right right off this morning. And we like reached a point this afternoon where we had a few minutes ourselves and we were working through it. We were coming back together, sharing our feelings and talking. And then that got interrupted, which is fine. Um, Thanks, Luke. (laughs) And then things like escalated quickly after that. There was like one moment where the tides turned. There was no more of like working it out. We went from being at down to being like a three-ish four to back up at an eight on the anger scale. As you would say, it's like, okay, are we officially fighting now? Now we are like officially fighting. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's true. We just need to talk about this thing. Talk how, about- how are we going to, how, how will we work through this? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what the rest of the night holds. Um, it... I don't know, because things, we're at a turning point right now, because we've already gone back up to an eight, and I was at probably a six before, and then we got down to a three, and now I'm at an eight. So, (laughs) I think that doing this podcast will help us, because now we're talking about something that... And then we're just talking. Yeah, we're... We're talking, we're laughing, we're communicating. So I think this will help shift the conversation in a non-heated way where we can talk about the root issue of what is going on and how it makes us feel. We're going to talk about our feelings for a few minutes, probably do our core emotion wheel, Mm -hmm. and then move on with our night. That's best case scenario. Or... We will walk out of this room. One of us will say the, accidentally say the wrong thing that's going to hit the other one. And then it's going to just go off from there. 
you know, because what I recognize is those, those moments, that's not intentional. I didn't intentionally say something earlier to then make our fight get worse to get to an eight where we are right now. That is never the goal. Um, but that's what happened. Mm -hmm. I said something, it sets you off, then it set me off worse. And now it's game over. And that's typical for us. Um, what should have happened is I should have said, uh, when you say whatever you said, I should have been like, what I hear you saying is this. Yeah. You could have just followed up in that moment because you knew that I'm already testing. You know, I'm upset with you. This morning, Wes was ready to go. I wasn't quite ready yet. He started pressuring me and pushing me. That gets on my nerves very, very badly. And this is where we're at. This is where it we're just at. comes down to Tira's late. <laughs> I'm not late. Tears, I, I tears am lying late. to okay, you okay, right okay. now. We're going to do this for, give us one minute. I am late. Do you know why I'm late? Because I have a child standing at my feet, screaming his head off. I put him in his crib to try to put him down. Then he started screaming, y'all moms know. There's like levels of screaming. He started doing the one that you don't hear very often that you actually think he may be dying from the way he's screaming. So then we go to rescue him. He's trying to crawl out of his crib. I am trying to make myself breakfast. I'm cutting a peach with a knife while holding a baby, while two other kids are suddenly deciding they also want yogurt for breakfast. I'm managing multiple things at the same time. And all I want to do is finish my coffee. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to finish it. I started the breakfast process in plenty of time to be ready at 9 a.m. to leave. And then everything got shifted. So I know you ladies relate to me and the men probably relate to Wes. But also men recognize that your children treat you differently than they do your wife. When he leaves the room, my kids lose their brains and I have to manage everybody. He can be in the house with four humans and they act like they don't. he doesn't even exist. <laughs> He gets anything done. He wants to get done because he might as well not even be there. If I'm in the room, everyone is screaming. Everyone is fighting. Everyone needs something. So, yes, I am late. Hi. I'll own that. And I just want to drink my coffee and talk to my babysitter so we can work out the details of our week and our schedules because it changed last minute. That's where we're at. Thank y'all for letting me uh, share that moment with you. It's actually a moment that I don't mind sharing because I'm sure many of you relate to. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. So we're going to work through this podcast together and all of that goes perfectly into what we are talking about. And that is our identity and who we are as people. I have not always been a late person. That's not been true for my identity for many years. And so We've experienced different things in our life that bring us to who we are today. And I'm currently in this moment where I'm asking myself, who the hell am I? Hmm. What do I do? What do I want to do? Because things have shifted, things have changed, and how I'm taking care of other people, even in the last three months, has changed. Mm -hmm. And the year that I'm going into this next school year changes my identity because I currently identify as a working mom. I love to work. I'm an Enneagram three and um, it's very, very important to me. 
And our identity is basically how we see ourselves and... How we perceive ourselves. Yeah, how yeah how we perceive ourselves, how we see, our, see ourselves in the world, mm-hmm. and also how we perceive the world to see us. So it's not even necessarily how the world sees us, it's how we think they see us. Mm-hmm. And that is what makes up our identity. And when we lose that, we lose motivation. You know, if I don't even know who I am or what I want, I don't feel like myself, I'm not motivated to get up and do the things because I can't do the things that normally I would do. You know, quarantine and and COVID is a great example of that. If you're a very active person, Wes, I'm sure that you identify with this to an extent. You identify as someone who's always going places and doing things and in large crowds. And now you're told, no, 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 no. And so you're having this shift of like, how can I still find that part of me when I can't do that part of me? You yeah. you lose your self esteem. Um, you you're when you're doing the thing that makes you feel alive, your self esteem is high. You feel confident, and then that can break, and you lose direction of where am I going from here? This is where I'm currently at. Okay, I don't even know what I'm interested in. My job has changed. These other elements. What where do I even go? from here. And and so it affects all of these other things. It just kind of shuts us down. There are even things that I can do throughout the day to Wes that causes him to lose identity. And it may only be for that moment, but it's enough to shift the trajectory of our day. For example, I can cause us to be late going somewhere. And Wes identifies as someone who is punctual, on time, responsible. So then when I cause him to be late, he loses identity. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, That's absolutely true. And what that then does is causes us to fight for the rest of the day. Now, not every time. It doesn't always cause us to fight, but it has definitely... I just can't bring it up. It causes discussions a lot, yes. And it depends on where we're going and if I'm the one who causes us to be late or if he is the one who has a project to do. But most of the time, if I cause us to be late, it affects his identity. And for Wes, if that I can lose identity with him if... I have a project that I'm really, really proud of these photos or I'm really proud of whatever I've done and he doesn't acknowledge it or he doesn't take the time to see what I've done. Mm-hmm. Then I lose identity. He doesn't see my work. He doesn't see what I'm proud of and he doesn't recognize it. And actually, so and our example from today of how I lost identity is where I went to an eight. You came in And you said, what time do you want to do the podcast? I was passive aggressive and angry. And it's like, I don't care what happens. And then you didn't respond. And I know I'm wrong in this situation. I needed you to say to me, I'm invested in this. I I want to do this with you. When, like, what, when can we do it? And I lost identity because I felt like, you didn't care, mm. you know, and um, that this is my thing and you already do enough for me and da, 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 da. And so I felt like a selfish person in that moment for taking up your time during the day. And so there are these small moments that cause a disconnect between us 
when we do things that affect the other person and how they see themselves. Yeah. And so there are a few major shifts. So those are those are small moments during the day that a husband and wife can do that. But then there are major moments in our lives that we go through that our identity shifts. And the biggest shift for me, the first one that I remember is right after we got married. Mm-hmm. I had been Tira Hall for the majority of my life. I don't say all because I actually have had, I'm on my fourth last name, <laughs> um, but I'd been Tira Hall for a really long time. And then I shifted to Tira Wages. And that was a shift I was so excited about. But we started working for a church and everyone called me Wes's wife. Mm-hmm. And I can remember laying in our bed and thinking, I have not been there. I don't know the last time someone just called me by my name. And I didn't know anything about the Enneagram at that time. I didn't know how I was made up and and how I identified. But I was just so frustrated because I just wanted to be Tira. I just wanted people to call me by my name and not only Wes's wife all of the time. I was so proud of that. I was so proud to be Wes's wife. But I felt like they didn't see me as a person and what I was bringing to the table and who I was. So that was, that was like the first big moment in realization. And then, of course, right after that, well, actually, then I became wedding photographer. We traveled. I was world traveler. And I was seen as someone who was, I was a blogger at the time. And my identity were in those things. And it was a very exciting time for me. And I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Shortly after I became a mom. (laughs) Well, I guess not shortly. Five years after I became a mom, no more travel, staying at home, no longer the wedding photographer that I had previously been. And it was very difficult for me. Our entire business shifted during that time from doing weddings to then hiring and doing more commercial video work, which was great for our family structure and for our business, but very, very difficult for me. And even last week, our oldest child always wants to know who's in charge at our office. You know, there are four of us that work here and she's like, who's the boss? I want to know who the boss is. (laughs) And so I was telling her, you know, well, most of the time, Papa is the boss. He is the one that is there. Um, And, but we own it together. Mama and Papa own it together. And I said, I'm actually the one who started the business because I want her to be encouraged that she can start a business one day if she wants to. I started it and then Papa joined on and and we're a partnership. And she said, yeah, but then you just had kids and you just stay home. So really Papa is the boss all the time now. Not the thing to say. I, <laughs> it's like children just really know the right knife to pick up at the right time and jam it straight into the heart. And I just took a breath and moved on. You know, um, it, it that has, was a very difficult time for me. And now, interesting enough, I'm coming back out of that season. But I have been in the season of being pregnant, nursing babies, caretaking full time in that way. My body has belonged to someone else for going on eight years. This, this November will be eight years and I'm going to stop nursing Milo very soon. I already have anxiety about thinking about that, not knowing how to cope with that last time of 
I'm actually going to try not to cry right now. <laughs> it's very emotional to think about shifting out of that season. Yeah. Even though it's something I've desperately wanted for a long time. So it's so crazy as a woman to just be stuck in this a, a foot in different worlds, you know? Um, and I'm back to, okay, what, where am I going to spend my time? You know, for the last six months, I've been trying to build a commercial business and doing commercial photography and now doing families and starting this podcast and talking about doing marriage coaching, getting a certification in that. And I don't know who I am. <laughs> I've built this whole website for things that I'm not even using. It's just a lot going on at one time. And now with Corona, we've decided our kids will not be going back physically to school next year. So we're going to do either the virtual option or homeschooling. And I started watching YouTube videos about homeschooling yesterday. That's a full-time job. And so I don't know how I'm going to work and homeschool my children when I can do the virtual option, but I know my kids need hands-on. They need someone there telling them and showing them and not just giving them an iPad and walking away. And, and that may not be what virtual is. To, I just, I don't know yet. Yeah. So either way, I'm having anxiety of like, okay, my stay-at-home mom level just increased by like 80%, where I'm already at about 60. It's probably actually shifted more like 85, 90%. It's gone up dramatically. And my identity is kind of freaking out about it and not knowing what to do. So these are just a few examples of what it looks like, especially as a woman, you know, to, to have those. Do men experience it as much as women do? I think y'all experience, well, I don't, I'm obviously not a man, but it seems like you experience identity on like these small levels. But do you have these like, like becoming a dad, did that shift your identity on the same, in the same way? You know, I, I really experienced like a loss of identity I think it comes in spurts, not just big chunks. You know what I mean? It's a small thing here, a small thing there, but I can easily recover from that. Mm. Um, yeah, because you get to leave and go to work. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a jab. But, <laughs> but I, I I easily do that based on a project that I won. Yeah. You know what I mean? Boom, dopamine, whatever that is. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. I'm now confident again. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, or if I had a good conversation with a kid or something like that, like you feel like a bad dad and then good conversation happens or something like that or just or walter just says papa i love you you know without me asking him like that it's just like a good little okay back to like wait a minute i can be a good dad again you know? yeah yeah uh they're very short-lived i would say just my personality type yeah yeah that makes sense and i i think that as women because what we do we have those moments as well but there are so many physical changes to us from we're the ones who change our name. We're the ones who our bodies change having children. And even like I said earlier, our kids react to us differently than they do you. And so I do think that our shifts are can be bigger and more prevalent at times and in different seasons. Yeah, I totally agree, especially in the season that we are in with kids. Yes. I think what makes me nervous, though, is because they always talk about midlife crises for men, you know? Oh, I know you're nervous. And so we my... may just not be in that season yet. Um, and so now I want to talk about what are some things that I do to help me walk through this? And 
And what am I doing to figure out who I am and in small moments and big moments that I'm currently actively in? So I'm not saying that I have it all figured out. And I'm not saying that I can cure myself immediately whenever I'm struggling because it's not an overnight thing. Mm -hmm. There are definitely like the little hit, the little moments that shift. I'm like, okay, I did a good job or this is who I am. But there are definitely the seasons and those seasons don't change quickly. Yeah. Um, And so speaking of that, one of the very first things is knowing that I'm in a season. My season of bearing babies and having humans physically attached to me in some way, that that was a long one. That's eight years. That is not a short season by any stretch of the imagination, but at the end of the day, it was a season. Yeah. And I will eventually look back and be like, oh, that was so short, you know, but it it does change and it does shift. So I'm constantly reminding myself of that. So I don't get too bogged down in any one moment. And even this next year, the, the prospect and the thought of going into homeschooling, I'm reminding myself one year at a time, it's one season at a time, this will not last forever. And that just gives me hope, but it is a constant thought process. Another thing that I choose to do is I, I'm not going to settle. I, I'm not, no matter what season I'm in, I'm not going to allow myself to just like fall into whatever category I'm put into. And so this year or right now, like going into the homeschooling or, or going into being home more, I'm not going to settle and just be like, okay, well, this is 100% who I am because I know that's not who I am. So I can't just put stay at home mom and side note, stay at home moms, you're the real MVP. And that's, I'm, I can honestly say that because I'm not as good as you. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, for me to wear that badge, I don't have the patience. I don't have the stamina. <laughs> and so I know that I can't just put that badge on me, stay at home mom and stop there. I'm going to have to figure out a way to do more than that so I can continue to survive and thrive. And I'll do that by trying new things. You know, this podcast, that this is a new thing. This is an identity shift for me because I was trying to figure things out. So I'm trying something new. I started um, a stationery store a few years ago. Many of you don't know this about me. I had a stationery store. It was open for two years. And it's something I'd always wanted to try. I tried it. I discovered I hate retail and will never do it again. But I wanted to try something new. Going from wedding photography to commercial photography, I've tried it. And I'm not saying that I'm done with it yet, but I'm still trying to decide if I want to be done. So I'm just like kind of dipping my toes in different things and not being afraid of figuring out that it's wrong for mm-hmm. me. And that's not a failure. Um, it definitely is not. It's me experimenting to see what she was going to fit while it's mixed in with me being a homeschool mom. I'm rediscovering things that I've previously enjoyed. And so shooting, even photography, you know, I, I kind of had stopped doing photography there for a hot minute on a large scale. And so I'm rediscovering the shoots that bring me joy and I'm, I'm getting back into that and finding which parts of it fulfill me. And, and that can even be just small things at home. You know, we 
got a bathtub when we moved into our house, which is something we had not had in a long time. And we so had, like we, we took showers. We took showers, yeah. <laughs> but just even just rediscovering the art of taking a good bath or, or rediscovering these like small things that make me feel like a human. Mm-hmm. Um, not being afraid to fail, not being afraid to stopping something that I've started, you know, and, and again, I just said that that wasn't failure because I don't view it that way. Um, but not being afraid to saying, okay, this doesn't fit. This isn't right. And I need to regroup and, and try something else. And I tap into my personality type. I really look at, okay, this is who I am. I can see and I identify with it. I'm an Enneagram 3. These are character traits about me that I fully recognize. And there are things that I want to grow and change in. I'm not settling for stopping there. But I'm looking at the strengths and saying, what can I build from that? How do these things affect me? You know, for some of you, not working doesn't affect your identity. In fact, you thrive in it. You may be... Um, just a caretaker. You know, you may be an Enneagram too, and, and not all twos are stay-at-home moms, but you just may genuinely thrive on caring for other people. And that is not me yeah. um, as a dominant. And so to recognize that about myself and for you to look at yourself and say, what do I need to build me up? And stepping into those things helps you form your identity and, and moving forward. And then also... Working with Wes to find a compromise. So I have the times to do the things that make me feel like me. And he has the things to do the things that make him feel like him. And in fact, this is really interesting because you've had a moment like this just this last month. Um, You had not been golfing since we got married. You actually sold your clubs about a year ago because you just absolutely never did it. Like seven or eight years ago. We had them for a long time. And then you went golfing about mm-hmm. a month ago and you came home just <laughs> freaking on top of the world. And you were like, I'm not as good as I made it out to be, you know, you, but you felt good about yourself. That's some pretty good shots. Huh? I mean, you enjoyed the process. Absolutely. It was yeah. Fun. And so rediscovering something that you had previously enjoyed and that now you can tap into once a month, every so often to do Every something, Sunday. no, to do something for yourself yeah, because you need that, you know? And so figuring out things that maybe you used to do that you stopped doing because we, we, while we shift identities, like I'm still me, the makeup of me is still there. I'm still the same girl that ran for student council in fifth grade and was the youngest person on my student council. I'm still the girl that stood in front of the entire school and gave speeches and wrote petitions and signed up for things and raised money for the boy that just found out he had cancer. Like I'm still that girl. And so now I'm tapping into different parts of her that I had lost along the way Mm -hmm. that make me, me. And so just looking back at you at different seasons to see where you've been pull from the things you enjoyed from those seasons and figure out how you can incorporate that into today. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're still you. Those babies don't take that away. They just add to it. They add another level that yes, sometimes can feel like that level is burying you, but it's not. It's just adding new blocks and new skills 
and your husband is there to support those blocks and those skills. And by working together and communicating through that and finding those compromises with each other, that is where the key is. And that's where you get to thrive with each other. Mm-hmm. That's good. Anything that you want to add to that? No, it's huge. I mean, I, identity is, um, it's the core of basically everything. Yeah, it's our you know 100%. I mean? Yeah, and so uh, a lot of things, you know, when we're younger, we don't realize it. Uh, and even I think when we were early married on, we didn't realize what identity meant. Well, even recently, you know, we've just discovered that these moments, like me causing us to be late, that that's actually an identity issue in yeah. you. Yeah, it's not just you getting mad about. And it's something. just like you, what you were saying earlier. I mean, typically, it's you know late for church. That's the that's the biggest one. He doesn't want to be late. And so for. when we arrive late, you know, I feel the identity of every everyone else looking at me like, Oh yeah, Wes is one of those people who walks in late to church, you know? So that's your identity. And I'm not that person, but sometimes I just don't have a choice. (laughs) Yes. And I'm sorry, but for me to like, and I actually had gotten so much better about church. Mm -hmm. Had I not, we were on time twice and then Corona hit Mm -hmm. two times back to back. And that's a big deal. Um, But it also was something I had just recently started trying to be more proactive in And so by us realizing that about each other and then me working on it and going to church, I had done a lot better. I only had two weeks to prove it (laughs) to you. But those two weeks, I really thrived. You did really good. And But for me to realize that that's actually an identity issue and not just something that we fight over and not just something you get mad about changes my perspective of it. And it shows me, okay, I do. I never want to do something that strips that identity away from you. Do I need grace sometimes? Absolutely. Do I need you to realize what I'm working with? Absolutely. But it also encourages me to put in that extra effort for sure. Yeah. And that is all about identity. So a lot of the things that we are fighting over, when we go back to the root, think about, did you lose identity in that moment? And that can solve a lot of your fights. And you if know? you haven't listened to the Enneagram podcast, um, you mentioned it also, but it's just a really good spot to start with your identity type yeah. and kind of who you relate with, your character type, stuff like that. And how that affects your marriage. Yes. Huge. 100%. Thank y'all so much. And I would love to continue this conversation with you. You can find me at Tira Wages on Instagram. I would love to have you there. And you can find Wes at Wes Wages. And a huge, huge special thanks to everyone who has gotten on already and left me a review, left us a review. It means the world to me. It gives me an identity boost, honestly. And I really appreciate y'all being here. And I want to give a special thanks to Lima1564. Thank you, Lima. Tira, I love all of your life lessons that you guys give. Thank you for being so willing, honest, and open, and for not being afraid to share and be real with it. I love you. I listened to the very last podcast done, and it was so good, such an eye-opener for showing how human we all are. Well, that aligns with today. Hopefully, y'all just saw our humanness for sure. (laughs) And we were definitely real and open with you. Um, thanks for staying tuned through that and loving us through it. We are so, so glad you're here. I would absolutely love if you would get on the podcasting app and leave us a review. 
Thank you guys so much. I know that life is a little crazy and there are days that you feel a little crazy, especially when you look in the mirror and you don't even remember what makes you, you, you are not alone. I get it. Be happy and love each other. Peace. still mad at me now after the podcast it helped us talking about the fact that it was your identity and being late but you also could have talked to me a lot better this morning let's cut it off right here